welcome back. You're listening to Lebs on League, season 2023 with your hosts Johnny K. Roos, Bassett Booth and Chris Daha. The views expressed by the panel of Lebs on League are either our opinions or intended simply as entertainment. Before we start the show, please take a moment to like this podcast and subscribe to the Lebs on League channel. That way you'll be notified when a new episode is uploaded and it helps us with our rankings. And if you know anyone who you think would also enjoy this show, please share it with them. Two. Bass? Can you hear me? One, 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 two, yeah, three. We're good to go. I'm gonna, actually, I'm going to turn us all up a bit. One, two, one, two. Everyone's saying that the volume's a bit low on the... It is. It is. Yeah, all right. I'm going to turn myself down here a bit more now. And can I turn you yes, down? Yes, yes. Mine's, no, always, low. mine's always low, even You're though I fucking shout. Hey? Mine's you, always low. You shout? No. no I don't twist shout. and shout. Twist and, and shout. shout. Come on, come on, come on now, baby, now. When are you going to play us a live... Bring your guitar. Shut the fuck up, bro. I can't get him out of here fast enough. (laughs) (laughs) Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening to whenever you are and wherever you are listening to this podcast. Whether you're making history by taking down the hot favourites in your first game of NRL, or you're realising after one round, you still don't have a halfback for 2023. Bulldogs! Or you are making some sweet love to that somebody special. We are Lebs on League. We're a group of Lebos discuss all things NRL. No holds barred. And with me to discuss rugby league, as per usual, the beast from the Middle East, Bassabood. Oofed what the heat. Hottest day in Sydney in two years. It's a stinker. Let me just peel my testicles off my thighs and warm into this podcast. Hello, gentlemen. How are you? Bass, the only reason why I'm not protesting the fact that you're sitting here nude is it's actually your house. Well, hey. Yep. I'd like to take it back to its original format. But you can know? you at least just get that off the table, please? <laughs> Do you want me to close my legs? or? <laughs> <laughs> and from our friends at One Touch Waterproofing, for all your waterproofing needs, Chris Daha. How are you, boys? What's going oh, on? Mate, I'm good. Chris, uh, Another you, hot day. you Bass seem... is complaining that I worked him hard today. That's why he's naked. I worked hard. Chris hardly worked. <laughs> Did you hear that sentence? Bass is complaining that I worked Bass hard today, and he's, that's why he's naked. Well, <laughs> as they say in Arabic, you have to hold with my daughter, Johnny. You have to hold with my daughter. Oh, he was a school today, un- let me tell you. the uneducated of the Arabic language, that's you got to fan your ball sack. Ah, yeah. I thought you'd, you, know, you also had to hold them, know when to fold them, all that. That's yeah, good. yeah. Okay. Um, boys, it was round one of the NRL proper, and i got to say, it was a bit of a mixed bag. Bass, how are you feeling? Absolutely fine. Are you? Did I not tell you this on the last podcast? But surely you can't be happy about it. Well, Bass, I picked his first and I lost round one. You know what I'm upset about? You know what I'm upset about? The fucking Dolphins were $6.50. And we should have just lazy 100 on them. A lazy 100. Lazy 100, 650 bucks. Mate. That would have paid for the dinner that Chris is still going to take us to. One Wayne Bennett, one new club, one first outing, parochial crowd, Roosters missing five first graders. Five. Who? Hargreaves. Hargreaves. Red, um, Hargreaves. Manu. Manu. Crichton. Crichton. Tupanua. Tupanua. Connor Watson. Connor Watson. Five first graders missing. Yeah, but Bass, can I, is it fair to say, and I'm not... <laughs> Crichton's not coming back. Regardless, Thank, he's missing. Thanks, Chris. Isn't it fair to say, regardless of the injuries, the Roosters are a team of players that have been playing together for years. They know the same combinations. They know the plays. They can read each other's minds. They should have won that game. Listen, there was two abysmal selections this week that baffled me. 
One was Trent Robertson putting Drew Hutchison yeah. in the centre. That's what I was saying. Drew and the other one was Tim Sheens. And the other one was Tim Sheens starting Appy Coruscant on the bench, who's your captain. Like, those two decisions, I don't understand. You know what? We're going to get to both of these games. And we don't want to talk about too much in the way of news because... We're just going to run out of time and really want to go through. When you have depth, you're not playing Drew Hutchison in the centres. Drew Hutchison in the centres was I just uh, don't understand that. Number one. Number two, look at our bench in general. You know, Egan Butcher, you're happy to get 10 minutes a half out of him. He had to start the game and he was single-handedly responsible for that loss. Single-handedly responsible for that loss. The other two fellas didn't help your, didn't give you any punch anyway. Who? Tyrell May and the other two. It was a bench of nobodies. So when you have that, It wasn't a bench. I agree. That's it. Um, but you're yep. right. And the mistake that we made, the mistake that we made, what was the Dolphins' strength? Their, their forward defense. pack. Yeah, their, their forward pack. Too. They've got a forward pack of experienced forwards, yeah? We decided to play them up the middle. So we played right into and, their and, hands. And this is the thing. Everyone's going, why are you recruiting these has-beens? Let's face it. If they weren't bought by the Dolphins, they'd still be playing first grade at the Storm right now. They might be in the twilight of their career, but they're still first graders that can make a storm run on team. They could do a and job. And that's who you're up against. And Kafusi, turn back the clock 10 years, I've never seen anything like that from him. I've not seen a game like that from him. Because they were the biggest hits I've ever seen that guy hit that weren't illegal, that weren't high, that weren't grubby. He just went in hard, took people out, all chest height, which is really unusual from that guy. I we'll thought the hammer went well too. We'll talk about that game when we get to that game, but... But before we talk about the games, I wanted to mention, I heard Cam Smith on the radio this morning and he said it would be naive to think that if there was a loophole that coaches wouldn't abuse it. Can I suggest that until the storm came through with the abuse of the loopholes, as a system, there was a better spirit in the game of play hard, play smart. And I've got to say, to sit there and discuss it as if it wasn't the storm that pioneered the play in the margins and turn the game into what we see today where players try and milk every finger that brushes against their cheek. It's just embarrassing. Which line are you referring to? That it'd be naive to think that if there was a loophole, that coaches wouldn't abuse it. Well, what loophole are we talking about in particular? I'm just saying in general loopholes. Well, the, the HIA. Yeah. We're not using that as a loophole? We but all are now, but who started it? Well, who started the it? N- see, the NRL started it. Because when the NRL implements a new rule, they don't sit there and say, right, how can this be exploited? So they don't do their homework and their research before they bring it upon the NRL, So uh, upon the game proper. Sit down, what is the rule that we're implementing? How can it be exploited? Right, think of every little you know, scenario that it can be exploited in. How, to, how do we categorically take that out of the game before we implement the new rule? But the new NRL... Shovels this shit upon everybody and then scratches their head when shit happens. Perfect example. But there's always the weekend, smarter blokes on the outside of that conversation too. On the weekend, the Rooster Do- Dolphin game. Who was the prop for the Dolphins that went for the Titans? His name escapes me. Wallace. Wallace. Wallace went down in the tackle holding his shoulder. He was clutching his shoulder. I oh, know. Yeah, go on. Right? They he went for a HIA. They took they? him off for a HIA. You know what? Though, when that happened though, Bass, in all fairness... I thought he got a head knock and he went down holding his shoulder so he didn't have to go off. He wanted to stay on like a moron because he's got three brain cells. Oh, stop it, K-Roos. No, no. I, when I saw that, I thought, you're holding your shoulder because you don't want to go off. Guys have gone down holding their knee and they take him off for a HIA, right? I'll give you another example. That same game, the Roosters challenged a knock on by uh, that butcher. It hit him in the chest and the shoulder. 
The video referee comes back, hit him in the upper arm. The commentary team started laughing. They go, that's a huge upper arm. How, where does the upper arm finish? So the video referee saw the ball hit the upper arm. But when a guy clutches his shoulder, they take him off for a HIA. Where's the well, upper you don't know your body parts? Where's the upper arm? You don't know your fucking body parts now? All it's, of a your, it's your arm and shoulders. That's, like, it. that's, that's why it. Ricky Stewart That's why Ricky Stewart came out and blasted the NRL over no. the HIA, the, the independent doctors in his press conference. And even, and even the, uh, the Players Association. That should be accountable too. Like Ricky said, all, all they talk to Ricky about is about, play, is about players, their money, when they're going to get off. time off. Like their he, he said, the, the, their workload... They went up and played at 5.30 in Townsville. Townsville's hot enough as it is. They went and played at 5.30. They never spoke about anyone's players' welfare. Not just that. Ricky yeah, Stewart. Exactly. You got Ricky player Stewart, welfare? Ricky Stewart's concerned about his players fatiguing, overheating. His example was, you're worried about players' welfare, right? The HIA. Yeah, that's all that right. Sort of stuff. But what about the players' welfare playing in, playing in, in sweltering the- heat? In, in the NRL has done it before. They've had quarters. They've played quarters to give them a rest at 20 minutes. You're playing in sweltering heat. So it's player welfare when you deem it player welfare and it's not player welfare when you don't want it to be? Because it's only player welfare when they know that it's a shitstorm coming. Oh, this whole the head yeah. knock thing and the HIA and people that have got long-term problems at the end of their career... This is what the NRL have is we not also, petrified but, about. But have we not also said the independent doctor sometimes isn't even at the ground? He's viewing it on a screen. Can I ask you one? How can you assess Wait, a player? I know, there's got to be an independent so, doctor yeah. Rick, on the ground. On the ground. And Ricky Stewart said, he goes, if I think one of my players is that fucked up, do you think I'd put him back on the field and hurt him even more? Like, we don't know yeah. when our player has had enough. Yeah, yeah I was going well, to ask... And, and as much as we rip well, our doctors Stewart, are shit. I 100% agree that... Yeah. Would, I was going to ask you I a question. Do you no honest, coach would do that. Do you honestly think any coach will let a player get injured. No. Ricky Stewart's not going to let him stay out there if he knows there's something wrong with him or he's hurt. Me, that's that, his player. It's, yeah, like, it's like his kid. Let me take you back to the grand final. They don't that do South that. Sydney they don't one. do that. Yeah. South Sydney one. First part of the game, Sam Burgess head clash with um, uh, James, James Graham. Graham. If the HIA uh, protocols were in place there, he's gone. Sam Burgess is gone. You don't win a grand final. The guy, the guy played with a, with a passion and a will to fucking win. You can't take that out of the game. You cannot take that out of the that game. That was his choice. That That's was Sam's choice. choice. That's and, Sam's and you choice know what? to play. A player knows when he's had a fucking enough. Mate, honestly, the game well, is... Well, Cooper... It's handbags at 10 paces, mate. But this is the... Dare I say, the nanny state that we live in is that um, there's got to be a one-size-fits-all rule because every time there's shades of grey... It's dumb, and it gets stupid. The and, NRL and is people, 50 shades of fucking grey. And, and players will be, still today, knowing all the dangers, will still be too stupid to save themselves from themselves. I Johnny, think the NRL just and, trying and, to save and, themselves. And that's and, well, and the NRL is... They're just trying, trying to, to save themselves. We'll just they're, play touch, man. Fuck it, let's just play touch. Oh, you, know, know. you know, any little headlock that happens, they're trying to save themselves. They don't want any lawsuit. They don't want anything to happen. Fuck, it's a body contact sport. If you're a doctor, what are they looking at in a bunker... To say that he needs to be on a hatch that we don't even know. Me and you. If he gets knocked out and he's stumbling, we know the guy's gone. Take him off. What's he see differently after 30 seconds later? The ref stops the game and he says, you, come off. Because it's always delayed. We it's saw, always delayed. We saw that. a lot of it we on the weekend. We saw a lot of it though, on the weekend. Like, so what is the doctor thinking and what's he basing it on after? Is he still looking at the player, how he's walking back? What's he doing? Okay. From but slow motion impact to see if the guy's head's jerk. Does back. he see a replay? Does he see a replay? Of course they do. They watch a replay. Okay, but and once that's viewed, sorry, Bass. So play could continue for another 30 or 40 seconds and they'd stop it. They say it's been reviewed and you've actually got to go okay, off proper Let me ask you a question. Now. The top of the brow, right up against the skull here above your eye sockets, yeah? Yeah. It's a very delicate area. 
if you clip an elbow there, just a tiny clip, it'll open you up, it'll correct? It'll open up pretty easily. If the independent doctor sees blood, clip of an elbow, he's coming off. Yeah, he's, he's gone, he's gone, he's done. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, you know, it's innocuous. It wouldn't have caused a concussion. All it takes is a right clip sometimes in the right spot and it'll open you up. Like Brandon Smith and one of the Roosters player, they collided heads, split his head open. He wasn't concussed, but he had to go off. And we all saw that as well. We just said, look, it's unfortunate. It's opened him up. But he's okay. But that's what happened he's to us. He's okay. But you know, but you know, take into account five missing first graders. Radley had to go off twice for HIA. Matt Lodge had to go off for HIA. Like it fucks up your entire rotation. That's it. Your afternoon's over. And but, like you know what? If the NRL wants the fucking game to be the gladiatorial sport, it's it is. They've got to do something about. This shitty rule. Yeah, even Wade Graham, that hit he did on Mawali. Mate, that was a bot. That was a pearler of a hit. It was a great hit, but Mawali got up like no, you nothing. Nothing happened. Like, he he was fine. He was ready to go again. He's confused. He's going, "What's going on?" Obviously, they saw something in the replay, and they all agreed on it. But Mawali got up like, "I've just been hit. It's a it's a game of football. Let's just continue." And next thing you know, Wade Graham's being pulled over. He's got ten in the bin. Now he's facing four weeks on the sideline. How was that ten in the bin? Well, no, what about 10 in the bin? It's four weeks. He's facing four weeks. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. I was happy <laughs> to see Let's play touch. Two twos and handbags. All right. Round one. Um, boys, I have to say that thoroughly enjoyed the weekend's game of football. There were some games that I thought were a bit... Um, having said that, there was some great football that was played. Let's start. Let's not go too long in each one of these games. But it all started with a close one, with a storm winning in Golden Point against the Eels. Harry Grant darted out from dummy half, 10 metres out, running through... Hopgood, Josh Hodson, Campbell Graham, and Matt Dury to score in Golden Point. It was a great win. It was a good game of football. 20th first round win for Craig Bellamy's Melbourne side. Since 2001, they haven't lost the first round. Unbelievable. Did you tip? I tip Melbourne. Yeah. Did you tip Melbourne? Look, you know, Melbourne. Based on that, that stat, that's stat. it. I like no, nothing else. I didn't know if they were going to win or not, to be honest. And they nearly lost, let's be honest. Let's be, let's be honest. <laughs> about the amount of players they've had to offload. During the off-season. We're talking off. experienced players too. you got the two Bromwich brothers. Well, you got we they, the impact they had up north. Right. Yeah. Brandon Smith. Brandon Smith's gone as well. You also had um, Olam out. Pappenhausen out. And that's why I tipped the Eels. And then during that game, you had uh, Munster with a compound dislocation. I never fucking heard of a compound dislocation before. Well, originally... I didn't know you could do that. That's what I thought too. Well, doesn't it come out of your... Doesn't the <coughs> well, bone come out of your skin? Well, that's with the break. That's with a fracture or something when the bone breaks and it goes through. Well, well that's what it is. That's that, why they that, call it a compound. What, but that's what they said originally. It was a compound fracture. Then they assessed him at halftime and said it was a compound dislocation. But he came back on. Fucking... You could see him bleeding through the bandages. Considering the outs that Melbourne had, the amount of errors they made... And if you, I don't know if you noticed after the game... After uh, Melbourne won, uh, one of the assistants in the box went to high-five Bellamy and Bellamy pulled his hand away Guys, I'm not happy with that yeah, win. Man, nice. I think everybody that saw one? that. He wasn't 100%. happy. 100%. He wasn't happy with that win. But you know what? But he shouldn't be happy. But no, he shouldn't be happy. Considering the personnel that was gone and Everything missing, Bass just said, he, he should he be should happy. Be, he should be stoked that his, his yeah. players found a way to win. But you know what it proved to me? I don't give a fuck what you think you're worth, Moses. You are fucking shit. If you couldn't <laughs> ice, if you could not ice that game, I knew game, that was coming. If you could not ice that game with what Melbourne had to go through on that night, if you think you're worth one point one two three whatever you think you're worth, you're fucking kidding yourself. Fucking ordinary. Fucking ordinary. Well, he did miss that goal. If he got that goal, they would have won fourteen twelve. He missed that from twenty yard or thirty yard, wasn't it? Doesn't matter. 
to the eyeball. What is just... I mean, it's round one. This is the problem. It's round one, and I know. Give them a few more rounds. Everything's going to start to settle. To the eye, how did you see both of these teams? Look, I, I think Melbourne are going to have a long, hard season. Like I said to you, the, the amount of players they're missing, even when Olam and Pappenhausen come back, I, I don't see them being a top four side. Yeah, that's, They'll that's, be in the eight, but it'll be very hard for them to get in the top four. That's why when I was picking my top eight, I, have, I, have, I was juggling between fifth and fourth, and I don't know why I put them fourth, but that's the only reason. Like They're missing personnel. And they're going to get tired. They're, they're, they're going to get tired. Can they sustain it? We don't know. For the Eels, you had making their debut Josh Hodgson, Matt Dury, Jamin Hopgood, Jeremiah Messia, Jack Mercy, at Murchie, and Isaac Lume Lume. Can I just that, say something? That guy couldn't throw a pass from right to left. Can I, can I just say something? For, you, you beat me. For 80 minutes. In the no, no, he threw two passes backwards, Chris. Let's just give the guy Mate, some credit. Okay. When he went, when he was throwing from right to left in that first half, I don't think he threw one ball backwards. Mate, is that, is that guy and a the touch judge did not pick one. Not one. And and the commentator the commentary they were team, flat at best. At best. And you know what? Let me just say something to you. The rule says you've got to throw the ball back. Flat is not back. Yeah, it's not back. Flat is not see, back. But see what I mean? Like the NRL, are they fucking kidding themselves? They don't police the most basic of rules. There was a lot of play the balls this weekend that weren't with the foot they were rolled under. No one plays with and the ball. And stepped over. A couple of years ago they picked it for about three or four rounds. It was a fucking embarrassment. They were picking it during the trial. Right? There's Josh Hodgson did not throw one ball backwards in the first half when he was passing from right to left. Not one. And it was let go. Where the fuck was that touch judge? I have no idea. I just thought it was a new rule. You're allowed to pass forward. But I thought for his first hit out, for for a while, I thought he was defensively outstanding. Defensively, he was very, very tight. And I'm sure... I'm sure they're going to have a word with him about his passing because they're not going to get away with that in the second game. And if I was Brad Arthur... I would fucking put Ryan Madison in reserve grade till round 10. No, oh, 100%. <laughs> we had this conversation. You do want to pay $4,000 and help your mates out? Look how fucking... How, how much could have made all the difference. This is... We're talking out. golden point. $4,000. All they needed to do was just move the needle slightly to that one side. That piece of shit still got the first dollar he ever earned. Yeah, probably. And he didn't want to pay 4000 to help his mates out. But that's, was, what, that's why it's changed to three clubs. Yeah, so and it had went for had, the highest bidder. Had Jake Arthur been on the interchange instead of the reserve player, he could have been that impact player they needed uh, in Golden Point. You can't say that with a straight face, can I'm you? It's <laughs> <laughs> waiting well, for did, you to. Well, did you like my Jacob Arthur one that I sent to you guys, Nathan Cleary with that epic Coruscant? Yeah, he's a Jake <laughs> Arthur. Look at that's a good point. <laughs> Who have they got this weekend? Paramata have the Cronulla Sharks at comeback. Yeah, and um, and you guys have got Warriors. no, 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 no. The Bulldogs have got um, Melbourne, uh, Melbourne down in Melbourne. All right, the Warriors beat the Knights twenty points to twelve in Wellington. Uh, another huge new coach starts NRL career. Andrew Webster starts his account with a win. I've got to say, not my favourite game of the weekend, but when the going gets tough, Sean Johnson makes it tougher for his own team, doesn't he? Oh. <laughs> How he's still playing first grade is beyond me. <laughs> Mate, there was they were locked inside their own half, I think inside their own quarter, and uh, they're getting hammered. So Sean Johnson decides to boot it upfield to try and give them some breathing space. He finds touch a metre from where they are. They come out. Newcastle have the ball on their 25-metre line with a fresh set of six. It's what you expect from the MILF. It's just terrible football. You can't be putting your own side under pressure like that. The Warriors came came away with the, with the win, but... Um the Knights have started their abysmal season already. I don't think Caelan Ponga is going to last very long at 5'8". I think the workload, 
the the defensive intensity, the 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 body contact is gonna catch up with him. He got pulled and off. And case didn't in he? point, he came off for HIA, and apparently nobody noticed it. He, but the referee heard him turn to one of his players and said, "Can you close the cubicle door behind you?" That gave it away, so they took him <laughs> off. <laughs> there was sick bash. Did did he go down trying to milk and was given an HIA? Then he was upset that he was on the sideline. He kept trying to come back on despite the fact that there were protocols in place and he had to sit out for a certain period of time and be assessed. Is it 10 minutes or 15 minutes? Oh. It's a 15-minute HIA. I think it's a 15-minute. It's 15 minutes. I'm not sure. The Warriors have only had two players in that game that played in their last round of 2022. Wow. It's not a bad win for those guys and I'm sure that there's a lot more coming from those guys. But the Knights, we didn't expect anything more. No, no, we got what we expected. Exactly. Chara. Chara. Yeah. On a stick. Yeah. The Warriors had seven off-season signings. They had two players from 2022's final game in that game. And after that game, or throughout that game, I just kept thinking, maybe it's uh, Adam O'Brien is the first one. Or is it Hook? Adam oh, O'Brien or Hook? it's one of the two. It's a race, isn't it, between these two guys? Well, they lost Frizzell too in the game. He was, again, but he was... See, there are hits in the game that you can... You know what? You're done. Yeah, you are. You're out. You're done. Yeah. You it's an, it's I mean? an obvious one. And there's some that, you know, you're a bit shaky and groggy for, you know, a minute or two. You shake it off and that's it. Did Adam Elliott in that play? Adam Elliott is... All, yeah, he, he did played play. And he's uh, uh, on the judiciary he's for <laughs> country conduct already. He's already <laughs> high, uh, in high trouble for a big hit. Um, so the Warriors have got the Roosters this weekend at the SFS and the Knights are playing the Tigers at Leichhardt. Let's move on. Broncos beat the Panthers by one point. 13 points to 12 at Panthers Races Park. What have I got here? What you've got here is... We the Broncos saw, did We, their, we did saw the what uh, Luai is made of when they lose, didn't we? We saw it. They're turning on each other slowly. Oh, he's Pedro. a grub. And he turned on the most... He turned on a bench the, player. A bench player. Like, <laughs> like it's his fault they lost. Do you know what I mean? Like, why doesn't he run the team more? Why does he run the ball more? Why does he organise it more? Yeah, him and Jamin Salmon had a bit of an altercation. Or did, kick out, or did kick out make him look good? Made who look good? Jerome Luai on that oh. left edge. You know, when you've got a guy like Kicker outside you, the defence can't mark, you know, has to stay marked up one-on-one. -on -one. So, so gives he you, goes gives hiding. You a bit for freedom. But let me tell you something, mate. Herbie Farnworth, I rate this kid highly, mate. Wayne oh, absolutely. Him highly. Wayne Bennett got him. Wayne absolutely. Got him. That was a, a race between Toto and Herbie Farnworth for that uh, ball that Ezra Mam kicked forward. And I tell you what, Toto was all, mate, he was on the, on the margins again, classic Panthers. Arms and legs trying to get in this guy's way and for hard work, he's just going for the ball. Mate, I tell you, I said it in last year's podcast and everybody talks up Katoni Staggs. I'd take Herbie Farnworth over him seven days a week. Because he's I got smarts. I don't, I don't think Staggs has. I don't understand why they haven't thrown the kitchen sink at this bloke. Mate, he was outstanding. Kept him in the game. Adam Reynolds, Ezra Mann. I thought they all played well. Uh, they got their note. And you know what? This is again. They got a decent pack too, man. Look look at look at the, the game management from Adam Reynolds. They were up by six. He put a field First goal. First opportunity he had. He slaughtered that field goal. Let's get our nose in front now. Right. And I'll tell you what. It's like what the Cowboys did as well. That just puts the pressure on. All of a sudden, these guys are playing catch-up footy. They start making mistakes. Mistakes, 100%. And, I, and I've said this a thousand times. Like Going into the break, I think you and I were watching a game together on the weekend. Chris said, take the field goal now. Like Just... Take it out of the equation. At, at half-time, people are still thinking you're playing for the try. You know, you're not even thinking field goal. Nobody's rushing up on you. 
even though you're close to the line and might be second last tackle, you got plenty of time. He had all no, the space in the world. But that's what I'm saying. All the space I just in don't the world. understand. A lot what? of a lot of teams should take that field goal if they're in range just before half time as well, because it takes it out of the equation for you. You're done. But it's not that. If you're ten minutes prior to what, when you need to take the field goal, there's not much pressure. You're not rushing it. You're not shanking it. You're not kicking it sideways. All of like that. The last five minutes, you're just hoping for the best. You know, yeah. and, you, and you could give the other team a. Six, uh, seven tackle set. Is it easier, do you reckon, to defend when a team is desperately trying to score or is it the other way around? Who do you think's got the upper hand when it's the last three or four minutes, there's one, two points in it, you've got one team trying to score, they're trying to get into position. I think probably defending it because they're just throwing the ball around. And look, you, don't, you just don't know what could happen. Look, if you've got one of those sides that can back your defence, six tackles, kick it downfield, run down and defend, See, that comes down to if you've got a good game manager, Adam and, Reynolds. And Adam Reynolds did do that great, really well. Great game he made manager. sure that every time that they were coming back for another set, they were doing it from their own try line. Cherry Evans is a good game manager. Absolutely. Like, look for the Roosters. Sam Walker's a young kid. Like, he's, he's just flat out trying to get to his kick at the end of the set of six. Nathan Cleary, good game manager. Mitchell Moses, to a, to a degree, when he's playing sides that aren't in the hot, eight. Hot and cold, man. That's what I'm saying. Hot and cold. When he's playing sides out of the eight and they're fucking ragdolling them around, he's a great game manager. What about Luke Brooks? By contrast. Oh, standing on the weekend. By contrast. Luke Brooks. <laughs> I did a, I did a, I did a Coruscant, Luke Brooks. <laughs> but, mate, I mean, but no, look, let's talk about that for a moment because you look at someone like um, Sean Johnson, Luke Brooks. If they're not managing that properly, this, their team are behind the eight ball. They're, they're already on the back foot. And I can't let it go without mentioning Chad Townsend as well because he's fucking a great game manager, mate. Really, really good. What he lacks in ability as a halfback, he, he more than makes up for in game management. He's got the smarts. Oh, mate, I, I yeah. used to ridicule him a lot when he was at the Sharks. Same. But and, did, mate, did, and also, we didn't rate Drinkwater that highly. That's until right. He you remind you of, he reminds you of Maloney, man. Who? Yeah, I'll give him that. No, man, like he just nothing phases him, and he just goes about. Right back to this game. No kick out, no Coruscant, and let's face it, Tylan May's gone pretty much for the most of the season, if not the entire season. Was this the difference? But we are talking three players. This is the three players they didn't have yeah, in but their hang team. On, hang on, but three they won the grand final. Big, but three players like that make a big difference. No, I know you're saying three players. Don't forget, it's one extra year without Burton as well. Yeah. You know what I mean? I know Sorry, my last. apologies. Let me let yeah, me. But I want the cop Bert, without him. Yeah, I understand that, but now it's it's a big hole to fill. No, but let me clarify. From the grand final winning yeah, team, yeah, I, know, I understand what you're saying. Three players that weren't in this game that were in the last game. That's the difference. Yeah, yeah, and that, but you look at the player you're talking about, Coruscant. Absolutely. Kikiao. Correct. And, uh, and Taylor May. Taylor May. He, he, was, he scored like 20 tries. But see, him and Toto are two battering rams. I'll give you a stark contrast. Sorry to bring this up, and I'm not doing it just other than to pinpoint a point. Alex Johnson had two hit-ups in that game for South. Two fucking hit-ups. Even the other winger came in and tried to take hit-ups. Campbell Graham fucking out. You know what? I'm going to sing his praises. Jack, a couple of years ago, we you laughed. You were laughing at but, me. Huh? But, but huh? he wasn't ready back then. He wasn't. He's nah, fucking he wasn't ready. ready He's but ready I knew, now. I knew he was fu- certainly I'm, for the future. You know what? I'm not a one-eyed supporter. I'll give a guy credit when he fucking deserves it. Campbell Graham, I would take him at the Roosters tomorrow. Herb, you're a legend. And of course, the Roosters have already got their sights on him, Bass. Do you know what I'm saying? Yep. He's come a long way. He's Alex Johnson was not existent in that game. I'd say it's great to I be. I mean, apart from the fact they went the right side and, you know, probably part of their tactic, but. Come, come and take a hit up. Where was he? Where was he? I saw him take two hit ups. That's what I said to you. He did come in, he took two hit ups. They were ineffective. On the other side he of bounces the, off like a mosquito. On the other side of the coin, Taylor May and Brian To'o, 
and, and Dylan Edwards, they're your first three hit-ups till your forwards get back. And, and, they, and they bend the line. And back. they bend the line. They're three effective hit-ups. Yeah. They're three effective hit-ups. So, on the weekend, there was no effective hit-ups from Penrith on one side with Taylor May missing, right? And it was glaringly obvious the the middle of the ruck where Brisbane with the paint horses and the flagless coming up down the guts that um, Coruscant was missed. And then also you have the barnstorming runs that um, Kikau would give you. He was missed. It's, you know, compound the fact that they lost, you know, the year before. Look, I think, man, look, I think Penrith are going to feel it. Are they that top team that everyone fears? Probably not. The year before... But can they... The year before, they had to bring Isaac Tago in, yeah? yeah. That's one replacement. I think the hooker was and all he right. And he, yeah. he had a good entourage around him. Now you've lost three more. Yeah. Sorry, I think Charlie Staines was in that grand final game. Yeah, he was well. in that. He was. Yeah, he yeah. Uh, so he's the other but, one. But, but, that, but, that but Taylor May wasn't. I don't think Taylor May no, played he wasn't. in the final. So injured. it was Charlie Staines took his spot. It was still three players. Yeah. That's what I'm So It was still three players. Well, that hooker that came on for him looks okay. Okay, he's not Coruscant. Yeah, but I mean, he's not. <laughs> he's okay. But exactly. they're going to give him a go. I mean, yeah, yeah, they're going to start him before I Mitch understand. Kenny. But to, to your point, he's not going to give, uh, what's his name? Luke, uh, uh, Nathan Cleary, the service and the but this and is, the help out that he needs. But this is what I'm trying to say to you guys, like when we're naming, we're talking about the sides, like it's a bit open this year because every good team has lost two or three. Melbourne, two, three, four. Penrith, three. You know, uh, Para three. That's why South is still the same. Roosters are still the same. Cronulla is still the same. They didn't go. They didn't go by anyone. Manly only bought maybe one. So it could shift in the, you know, anyone's direction. Look, That's what I'm saying. It's a bit. Look, I think they're all they're all on the same level. Each team. I think Penrith was still reeling from the World Cup challenge loss. That was a tough pill to swallow. Smacked in your own yeah. backyard. They only they only aside they had from it. England playing in the heat of Australia. I get that, but I thought that would have been the magic bullet. You know the the magic pill that would have turned. They're them tired, around. bro. They've been in three grand finals in a row. They're tired. You know what? You're playing deep every season. You're you're the yardstick, so every side turns yeah. up against you. Your off season gets shorter, and every everybody. Then there was the World Cup challenge, so they 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 had a lot of players they're training earlier to get ready for the yeah. World Cup. So but they're yep. tired. So it's open, open. Most of their squad played in the World Cup anyway. That's what I'm Everywhere, saying. There's a lot probably, of them all over the world. Probably two of them that probably would not play. Okay, the Sea Eagles continued their strong start to the season, backing up from the trials, winning their first round one game since 2013. Seabold bags a win with his first game for the Seagulls. No Schuster yet. Cooper John's playing for 5'8 instead. How good was DCE? Did he get man of the match? Hatrick of tries. Hatrick of tries. Set up stuff. Kicked them all over the park. Kicked them all over the park. The tampon Um, played well. Yeah, he did. The tampon Absolutely. Yeah, I think the He's tampon back. had a bit of a break and really didn't put the foot on the pedal. Doesn't matter. He, he just... It's he, his presence. Do, doing what he it's needs his to presence. do. And to Seabolt's credit too, he took him off for 20. He said, mate, you've done enough. But then he had to put him back on because the hooker got injured when Weeks went to fullback. Weeks then had to get a hooker and but Tommy had to come back on. They're also saying that um, they didn't send him overseas to have his hamstring looked at. Um, but what's his name? I've forgotten his name. Something Knowles. Yeah, Stephen Knowles. Um, he was already good to go. They just said it was just that insurance policy. Get him over there. Get, get him having looked it at. looked at. Just making sure. So, but he, they said they had no doubt he was always ready to go by round one. Um, but as a result of that, he seems to be running with a lot more confidence. And Ruben Garrick. And the what? Sorry? Ruben Garrick. You go. Sorry to cut you off. No, no, you go if you want to say I was going to say the Bulldogs uh, had the reality slap come down on them hard, didn't they? Yeah, I tell you what. Well, I mean, did, did you speak to any of your bulldog mates? How did, are they feeling? Uh, they're did, all in. They're all they're in a hole. 
Did you? They're all in did, you <laughs> did you see one of the? Did you see that set where Kikau kicked that out? Why did he get the ball? In the so last the hooker. Tackle? So, the, so the hooker throws it. Reed Marnie throws it to Flanagan. He throws it to Burden, who can kick on the left, which they needed a big kick, and he just decided to kick it to kick out and kick out just started to kick it can I ask you a really and kicked it out on the full let me ask a really dumb and, and there was no there was no, there was no chases for Manly I'm he just went like modelling they were just passing they down. invested they invested a decent amount of money in Reed Money, correct yes take Reed Money out of that side spend that money on the halfback why considering what we saw on the weekend Marshall King, Marshall King I told you that yesterday why would I, I told you why, why would they get rid of him why wouldn't they have given him an opportunity with a decent pack of forwards and a, and a decent coach why wouldn't they have probably given him an opportunity? if he can coach Bulldogs player of the year last year and I tell you what they could really do with a Braden Trindle right now I don't know where Cronulla going to find a spot for that kid Honestly, I think he's probably the five eight. He's better, probably better than Moylan. To be well, honest. apparently he was supposed to do. Um, well, he might force Moylan out. Moylan yeah. had a shocker. If they you're gonna if you're gonna keep him in the team, Moylan then has to go, and you're gonna keep him there. Player media that. responsibilities this morning. Flanagan was pulled from it. They have got to protect him. They have got to protect him. They didn't want him talking to the press. Yeah, but, no yeah, but, doubt the press was going. Yeah, but give see him what happens too. Why are they going to give him a hard time? But see well, what I don't know whether they give him a hard time or not. But obviously the Bulldogs thought that his game was so bad they didn't want him. Having any press, but Burton's, Burton's one wasn't any better. Any comments? Burton wasn't any better. But okay, is Burton a grand final winner? No. What do you mean no? Yeah, sorry, with the Panthers. Yeah. Yes. So Burton's a grand final winner. Is he a New South Wales representative? Yes. Is he an Australian representative? Yes. Why does it fall on Flanagan? Why isn't he taking the reins? You're he's the glamour boy in the side. Matt Burton is the glamour boy in that side. Hey, he had more of a shocker. Flanagan should be playing a uh, what's it call it? A sidekick role to Burton. So the owners should be on Burton for not running that it's side around the park. That's a good point. Matt, I'll give you another point. point. Matt Burton, but, but Matt Burton had a shocker, It doesn't mate. seem to be the relationship they've got at the moment. It doesn't seem to be the structure they're playing with. But Burton man. didn't take the line once, man. If you if you Five ask out. me, if you ask me, I think uh, Flanagan is being made the scapegoat for Burton's inadequacies. Because if you look, and Ilias had a great game on the weekend for South, but he's come of age. He's had one year in first grade. He's better for it. Last year, Cody Walker took a lot of pressure off him by taking some kicks and doing what he has to and easing him into his first year yeah, first grade. 100%. Where is fucking Matt Burton taking the reins at the Bulldog? I mean, it's a good point, Bass, but Flanagan isn't a rookie halfback. He's had a go at the Sharks. He's had a go at the Roosters. And this is his second year at the Dogs. He's not up to scratch. Why aren't they looking at somebody else? Let me ask you a question. Okay. Much lamented over the years in State of Origin was Mitchell Pearce, yeah? Yeah. He had a fucking bitch pack of forwards behind him. Where were the Bulldogs forwards to fucking make it easy for Flanagan? Where were they? No, the whole, a whole lot of them. The whole Where were lot they? of them fell over I think Kick-Out kick was I think kick terrible. Out I think he tried too hard. Like, like he was trying to flick ball, this and that. He never played his game. He thought, you know what, I'm at the Bulldogs. Now I've got to, now I've got to do more than nah, I'm supposed to. You no, know mate, just way. do your job what you did at Penrith. You know why I saw it though, Chris? I thought Kick-Out just thought, you know what, I can't lose. I'm playing with a bad team. He went out there. He he didn't seem to take any responsibility. Were the Bulldogs whatsoever. at full strength? He was ordinary. Were the Bulldogs Basically. were they missing anyone? No, the, I think that's pretty much it. Did Davida Pangai play? No, no. So he, he he's missing, and Luke Thompson got in, got injured also. But no, but, but it's predominantly yeah. But team. why wouldn't they pick um, Josh Reynolds anyone on the bench? Why wouldn't they pick him? Well, when's he coming in? Is he injured or something? With all due respect. Josh Reynolds wasn't picked to play for the Bulldogs this yeah, year. Yeah, but Bass, when... That is a fan... Yeah, but Bass, when they pick. needed a spark, he's the guy that would go there and 
put a hit and maybe, do something and spark a team, maybe, not spark him. Maybe 10 years ago. No, but he, no, like, no, they needed a spark. Ago. They needed something. And you think Josh Reynolds was going to be that spark? No, okay. If the halves are playing... Is he doing any worse? If, you, if, if, the, if the halves got, are playing bad, someone's going to come if on. If you've gone out, Phil Gould, and, and assembled that team, and you need Josh Reynolds to spark them, back to the drawing board, bro. Yeah, I agree. Back to the fucking drawing board. I agree, board. but... but <laughs> But what I'm saying is, if your halves are going bad, there's no one on the bench to. I mean, there's no one on the bench to take over. What? Play fucking uh, Josh Reynolds at five eight. Play Matt Burton at halfback and see how you go. I guarantee you, he won't finish a game. When he was over in England, Josh Reynolds didn't Who? fucking. Finish no, he a won't team. finish a game. He was. And but look, we have got to talk about it because it was one of the worst things of you know bunker decisions I've ever seen. But Flanagan actually going off for. Um, oh, a, that was terrible. Apparently, pushing uh, DCE in the back. Ten minutes in the bin for that. I can't believe it. And he got ten it. minutes in the bin for it. DCE didn't feel it. He didn't think he got impeded at all. You could tell by his body language. He just got straight up after that and thought, well, I messed that one up and still went back to position. But no, next thing you know, the well, bunker the gets involved and they said, oh, look, that's that's a sin bin. I don't understand why yeah, everything's a sin bin now. policing this game, man. Why is everything a sin bin? We, never, we never used to use this sin bin. Now all of a sudden we're using a sin bin every two but minutes. But can I just ask a question? That situation... Was five in the sin bin not adequate? Why is it ten? Like, well, there, can't it just be a there are fouls and then there are flagrant fouls. Like that, if you deem that to be fucking worthy of any time off the field, any more than five minutes is a joke. Absolutely. Because in the past, there used to be five in the bin and ten in the bin, if you remember, when we played Johnny back in the day. Absolutely. And when we watched it back in the day, there was... Like, some fouls are far worse than others. But you this, know what I mean? this was a no-time-in-the-bin situation. It wasn't. This that, is the bunker being bored. How can I exert some... My authority here. Having said that, Manly were winning this one every day yeah, of the absolutely. week. The Cowboys beat the Raiders in Twansville in a close one, 19 points to 18. I've got to say, I really enjoyed this game. Chad Townsend kicked the winning field goal with five minutes to go, and the Cowboys held off the Raiders. Cowboys were in cruise control. For, for half of the game, and then they switched off. And let me can I just there. say... And, and it was, sorry, it's a very un... Um, Cal Cowboys. Raiders-like performance to have a stage of comeback in the second half. I have a new most loathed player in the comp. Oh, Cannot it. fucking stand him, and I wish fighting was allowed because somebody needs to put one on his chin. Jordan Rapana. No. Even see, I was thinking Rapana, but I thought isn't that already for, his most? For, low? Me, for me to say that Jordan Rapana is just a niggling grub. Hang on, hang on. Let me, let me, let me. Oh, I know who it is. Yeah, I know you know who it is, because can when, I say it? When the chips were down, can I say it? He resorts to the fucking niggle. He's a he's an absolutely annoying piece of shit, and I swear to God. I would love to see someone sit him on his ass. You want me to? Yes. Hudson Young. Hudson fucking Young. <laughs> <laughs> that piece of shit comes straight out of the Ricky Stewart playbook. Oh, he's when you're pulling losing, shirts. When you're losing, do what you have to. Just pulling shirts. Was that, was that Hudson Young that yeah. sort of grabbed him after he kicked the yeah, field goal and just didn't want to let go yeah. of him? Yeah, yeah. didn't want to let go of him, bro. Yeah, it, yeah. It, like, <laughs> it was in everything. That was just petty, wasn't it? Like, I don't know what happened. But what, about, but what about Rapana's shoulder charge hit to the head? And nothing did, happened. Did he get? And they even and they had the chance Rapana, to review it. Rapana's in trouble though. Is not he, only you not didn't only see did the hit. Connect. Yeah, he connected, but then he went down for a, like a stiff okay. arm. Okay, but why was afterwards? It? So why? So hang on. So what was it? The bunker no, 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 stopped no. the game so and reviewed on. it and brought, brought him there. So a little shirt grab from the uh, Flanagan is Flanagan. ten minutes in the simbin. Rapana's was nothing. No, no, no. And that tried to Flanagan yeah. had his hand on his back. He didn't push him. So that was ten minutes in the simbin. That was sent in the bin. And Rapana's was nothing. But he is facing four weeks on the sideline. Fat lot of good now. I know. Mate, he does, I know. Mate, mate, he's got a bad record and he needs to sit down for eight weeks. 
The he's NRL, better. He's the does, NRL is kidding itself. That's shocking, isn't it? It's that's kidding poor, itself. Every poor. single week that guy doesn't learn, man. Round one, here we are again. What are we talking about? See, it comes down the to bunker. it comes down to who's in the bunker for your game and who's refereeing your game and how they want to interpret for the day. I'm going to stop being harsh on Rapana because I've now realised I think the guy's mentally handicapped. <laughs> so when he drives to the parking at the shopping centre, that blue area with the wheel, he can park there legally, can't he? Can. He? he can. Okay, great. <laughs> Can I just read out a couple of names? Dearden, Townsend, Drinkwater, Ruben Cotter, um, Val Holmes, Kyle Felt, Peter Hiku, Tom Alolo, Nanai, uh, and there's more. I mean, there's Hess. Who else have I missed out? Mate, I tell you what, these guys, I think, are going to go far again this year. I picked them That's in my a, top four. That is a solid team. Solid team. Are they going to be better for the run from last I year? I think that could be in the grand final. We've got to move on. But after the game, Ruben Cotter was interviewed by Fox, and Vonnie read him his stats and asked him if he was prepared to ride that performance all year. Do you know what his response was? Wasn't good enough. No, it's my job. That's my job. That's my job. That's right. The best thing I think I've heard a footballer say in an interview No, it's not. The best thing I ever heard from an interview was um, (laughs) when a bloke got bought from Canberra, taken up to the Gold Coast when they first joined the (laughs) conversation. Oh, shit. (laughs) What's his name? Todd something? Todd? Todd... um, Brent Todd. Brent Todd. Let's just leave that Uh, one. And listen, for anybody that's listening to this podcast... Google Brent Todd press conference, and if you haven't got tears streaming down your face, then I'm not a good guy. He was essentially just saying he wanted to just go up there. He only went and, up there because he wanted and, to bang and, all the chicks. and bang girls. Yeah, he would have got sacked at any press conference. <laughs> he would have got sacked today. <laughs> today he would have got sacked. Sacked. They well, that would have been the biggest headline story. He would have been run out of The reason town. why I bring that up regarding Ruben Connor, I just thought it was really refreshing for a player. But they're the guys you want at your club. I love that guy. I love that, that guy. That is his role. His job as a football player is to never stop. It's to give it everything. It's to be... Uh, That's your job. You play for 80 minutes. Why you can't know, you turn up? Do you know who's happier than uh, Todd Payton hearing that? Dean Young? No. <laughs> oh, Chris. Sorry. Somehow a St. George I just, connotation. I just want to say there's no St. George content in this episode uh, at all, Chris. No, yeah, no, oh, no. We're going to talk who about next week's game. Who else are you referring to? A Queensland origin coach. Of course. He would be licking his lips saying, this is the mentality of... Why the we are the, the mighty, mighty Rabbitohs beat the Sharks at uh, their races park down south. 27 points to 18. No Nico Hines. But I thought Trindle did a great job in his place. And I thought Moylan was rubbish in his place. Moylan was rubbish in his place. He got he got done over, didn't oh. he? Um, south lose defeated to Tyler in the very first tackle. Uh, Jai Arrow, uh, they lose late in that half. They're down to 15 plays, complete for the second half. Are they gone this week? Or what, what's wrong with them? Who? No, to both Tola, when are they playing? Oh, look, to, to, no, to, no Thursday H- or Friday. Either way, Totola's not going to make it. It's not going to be seven days. Thursday. Yeah. You uh, play Penrith. And, and Jaira as well, of course. I didn't, I didn't put that one together as Mate, well. Like I said, I'm going to give credit where it's due. I thought Lachlan Ilias played an outstanding game. Outstanding game. I thought... The, well, the hope is can he just do that week in, week out. Yeah, well, you know what? But that's what you want to see. No, you I, no, see, I get that. You want to see him backing himself. You know what? Fuck his kicking game. Fuck everything. I thought defensively, they tried running big bodies at him all game. He cut down everything that came his way. I thought Cookie ran from dummy half. A lot. He he knocked out the ball. So that first try-saver tackle on um, um, Molotalo. Molotalo. You dumb fuck. That that was George Gregan-like, mate. I tell you what. He was over. 999 times out of 1,000, that is a try. The very next set, they go up the field. He scores a try. Responsible for a 12-point turnaround. At the start of a game, it's a match winner. 
Um, not only did he knock the ball out of Molotalo's hands across the line, he hit Moylan who dislodged the ball. He hit Teague Wilton. When Teague Wilton's attacking the south line, from everything I'm hearing, he's training the house down, and most importantly, he's found his voice. The confidence to talk to the likes of Matrell Mitchell, Tom Burgess, and a first-grade team yeah. that he's just been loving his They've whole all life. got to listen to him now. Now he's found his voice. He feels confident enough to say that I've deserved my spot to be here. It's year two, and what they're also saying is that everything that they saw in this guy, which is the reason why they put their money on this guy, it's because they knew fruition. he's got long-term, um, is starting to come through. And hopefully, you know, as a Souths fan, I'd like to see that. I thought um, in a game of like that, and considering you know, the absence of Nico Hines, I honestly thought Latrell would run right. I thought he had a quiet game, Latrell. Had a couple of nice moments, but that's it. That's it, nothing. And it, like again, from fullback, when he caught the ball, he was looking for a winger or somebody to take it up. He did it. Did he get injured he too? Did, did he did hurt his knee. Is it PCL? Uh, we're not sure. I, I don't know. All I know is that it was a bit ginger on that, and after that he... He sort of took it a bit no, easy. No, but it was a bruised ego. Um, yeah, but I, I've heard PCL, um, but uh, wait and see. But I thought my the, the play of the match was Cam Murray just lifting Ilias up and throwing him over the line. He put Ilias <laughs> out down. Can I be honest? I thought that was he impeded a defender. Yeah, I thought... Not, not that I thought that Fanukin was going to make the there. tackle. But you, he was all over the line. You can't push but, someone over the line. No, no, no. no. It's not about... You, you can push him over the line. He's your own player. He grabbed him. But he actually him. grabbed him and he shadowed... My understanding is that because he was behind him when he did it, you're allowed to, you're allowed to run behind someone and make sure that another player can't get them. And that's... Um, that's you know, called gridiron, Johnny, not called rugby No, but league. you're allowed to do that in rugby <laughs> league. And that's what a lot of people do. They go, they pretend they're just there in support. All they're trying to do is prevent players from coming in and tackle from one of the sides. Essentially, he was behind him when he did it. So whoever was um, trying to make that Fanukin. tackle put his arms up and complained. He wasn't behind him, Johnny. He was to the side. He was on the side actually, of him. Either way, yeah. it was quickly no, shut down, gonna, so I don't know. He was going to score. There was no way. But I just thought, you know, there was no need to do that. You, you, could, you could have caught your side a try. But regardless, I thought um, I thought Cody Walker, what is his grubby best? He didn't mind the niggle. As soon as he got hit hard, he took exception. No, no, he got hit hard. He stayed down. And then when the niggle happened, he got up. He got up to fight. He, mm-hmm. was, he was good for most of the game. And then it just started to creep Can't in. Can't help himself. It started to creep in. And yeah, is it ever going to get out of his and game? And I noticed there were a couple of players just trying to give it to him as well. Because they thought, well, this is, this is where we actually just bait him. Yeah. And it works. But it's a simple he game plan. Getting, can I just say, um, Mawale, can I ask you what, you what you thought of him? Is that the kid to come off the bench? It's the big boy who started um, the game. For South? David Mawale. Thought he was great. How old was did that you? kid? Yeah. I thought he took a lot of hit-ups. He did. But, mate, did he bend the line back once? It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. I just didn't know how effective he was, man. Mate. He did, did take a lot of hit-ups. Mate, let me ask you something. The Sharks' pack of forwards aren't exactly small or they're not going to get out of your way. And considering, like I said to you, you don't get any hit-ups from Alex Johnson. So the fact that you had a guy there that's willing to just keep cutting and it up you all day, two, And you lost two. And you lost two. And you lost two And he was busy, don't get me wrong, but I just was hoping, because every time he got the ball, you know, the commentator's going, oh, big David Mowali, and I'm going, but he's, as soon as he meets the defence, he goes down. I just thought, bend the line back once. Just bend the line back once for me. That'll come with confidence. It'll yeah, come with and confidence. he's young. I think he's still 19, apparently. So uh, let's hope. South played well. I thought it was glaringly obvious that everything the Sharks do is based around Nico Hines. is based around Nico Hines, and Craig Fitzgibbon needs to fix that and fix that quick. I think the defences would be here. I've got to too. say though, the moment I heard that he was out, that was when I had a bit of confidence and I put my money on South. Nico Hines plays Shark Park, but I tell you what, it's a different game. I could, look, uh, closer, 
can't guarantee. I don't uh, think it was probably going to gar- be a guaranteed win. For who? For, for Corona. Well, no, no. Well, who was, who was the player in the Sharks that did the Kafusi and just said, follow me, boys? Who was that guy? Who was that for Sharks? I know Triple had a good game, but he still wasn't doing the plays. He wasn't making the plays. Well, who was the, well, who was the leader of their pack? No one. That's why. Toby, Toby Rudolph were making they mistakes. Fork, they forked out a fortune on well, Fanuka. Wasn't Fanuka exactly. They forked out a fortune. Fanuka won't even make four years. For a fucking 83-year-old prop. I thought Toby Rudolph had a go. He's he kept coming up all day. Cameron, it, was, it was Toby Rudolph. He, he was bends, the one player He that, bends the line yeah. back. Is and Cameron McGuinness going to bend the line back? Oh, Cameron McGuinness. Playing lock. Oh, my God. That guy left, left the, the Dragons <laughs> to fucking be a starter and he ended up on the bench anyway playing lock. Playing I'll lock what, when so he's a hooker. Sharks are in a bit of trouble. There's three players on report for a grade one dangerous tackle. Wade Graham for the high shot. Britton Nakora for a shoulder charge. And Hamignuelli. For a high yeah, shot, so that's gone. three players that could be gone for three and or Nico four weeks. Nico could be missing again. Wait, did we know when he's back? They said a couple of weeks. A couple like, of weeks. So um, they well. Speaking of, they've got Parramatta. South the Panthers at uh, Westy Park, and the Sharks play the Eels at um, at uh, Westy Park as well. Bergen Park. So that that's going to be a tough one for them. The Dolphins twenty eight over the Roosters. We started to talk about this game. Twelve all at halftime. I tell you what, Bass. When I first had my mind, I sat down to watch this game. I thought I watched the first half. I thought it was going to be a bit of a runaway and then I'd probably go and do some chores. I had a lot to do. Halftime wasn't going anywhere. It was a, a hard game. There were some of the biggest hits from both sides coming in at both players. But at the end of the day, that forward pack from the Dolphins, I think, did it. It, it was a typical across. Wayne Bennett performance. That's it. We played right into their hands, Johnny. Their biggest asset is their forward pack. And I know everybody goes, oh, the Hammer had a good game. What did the Hammer do? Oh, mate, no. He took the high ball very, he very took the well. High yeah, ball. But he followed, but he he followed ran, them. he made yards, and defensively he, the he big was boys. good. I thought it was the best game I saw the Hammer play. He played well. And I've got more confidence in him after that game. And I says that, that says a lot. You know, it's really important for Let the Dolphins to know, his teammates to know that you can rely on Had him. Had Joseph Manu been playing and the bombs went up, and Manu was coming down on the Hammer, big going difference. back in. Big no, difference. I, I get that. Big difference. I get that. We got outplayed and outsmarted by Wayne Bennett. And I was going to ask, is this a Wayne Bennett victory? Absolutely, it's a Wayne Bennett 100%. victory. He said to his boys, simple. Complete your sets, big kick, chase your kick. That's it. Yeah, they let's, hate us, they hate us. We're not going to win. Rec- let's not overcomplicate it. Let's not overcomplicate it. And we fell into the trap of trying to play them up the middle. Like, really? But then again, having said that, who was going to make a breakout wide for us? Drew Hutchison? Like, I don't understand our coach. <laughs> like, really. Like, I understand our coach feels an obligation because Drew Hutchison. What was Corey Allen? Thank he you. was on the bench. Wasn't Drew he? Hutchison, and and I don't did he play? I don't at think all? he even came on. Yeah, that's the thing. I think he was on the bench, and I don't think he came on. No, Drew, he didn't come on Drew because Hutchison, of the rotation of Victor Drew Hutchison Adley. has filled in over the last couple of years with injuries and all. And granted, he's he's been a great stalwart for us, and he's had a you know a couple of good seasons. But like, you need to win. He's not a centre. He's a a five eight, a reserve five eight at best. The Dolphins do have some speed out wide. You know, that's the thing. You can't just have someone like that there when you know that they're speedsters. And i got to say, O'Sullivan, I thought, was fantastic. Um, this, uh, so he had a Kenner 5'8", so what's his name? Katoa. Yeah, Katoa, I thought, was fine. But when, when it came time to put that game to yeah, bed, the kid's 19, they though. struggled. So there, there needs to, obviously, they're going to get their combinations I together. I thought their young back rower had a blinder. Who was that card? That Luby Luby or something? What's I don't his know name? what his name was, but he had a cracker game. Kept coming all day. I think you guys are talking about uh, that youngster, Mark Nichols. Um, what about Kafusi? 
He gave as hard as he's ever given, and they were clean hits. Yeah, a bit of a departure from tradition. And he showed his experience. He called for the ball from Katoa on that last tackle because he saw the overlap. Katoa was about to kick it, just a little bit of a punt. And he called, um, and they scored. Even the commentator heard it, and he just said, Kafusi's called for the ball. That was not going to be a try. I promise you. Until that moment. That Daniel Tupo try where he bombed it over the line, we score that, we win the game. We would have broken their back with that, considering all the mistakes we made, all the errors we had. Oh, Bass, I, well, I thought so. I thought that would have that been, try, that would have been game That try over. would have been game on. Hard. But look, you know bit... what? We are notorious slow starters. Our coach likes to give his players a return, the favour to them wholeheartedly. I thought he picked a weak bench. We got a young kid in reserve grade, Wong, gun back rower with great potential. Like, blood him. Like, show some faith in him like you showed faith in Tupanua. Because Egan Butcher, 10 in the bin, got knocked out by fucking Kafusi, which led to a try. Error after error. Error after error. Like, at what point, coach, do you got to say, you know what? Newcastle asked for Egan Butcher. We could have got Dominic Young early. Egan Butcher you held on to? Were they going to give you Dominic that, Young early? That, they asked for Egan Butcher. That, that Butcher, <laughs> I can understand. Egan... I would have, I would have driven him up personally. Got to hire a, a special car look, for your, it. your biggest problem, and it might change later down the track. I still reckon it's Sam Walker. Sam Walker's defence is a bit sus, and Kiri on the other hand too. Like Kiri still runs sideways, I think, and doesn't doesn't you, give anyone no, any no, room. Good point. What did oh, you, it just doesn't give any room. I just thought, I just think, I just think the two of them. I think they both want the ball. They're eager to have yeah, the ball in their hands God, either. Guys, you know guys. what? They, no, I know it's round one. I know no, it's round one. It wasn't that. Look, I, I think errors. Take the errors out of that game. What do you think, Sam Walker? What do you think, Sam Walker's not a problem? When we made that that the referees challenge, our completion rate was ninety percent. After that, you guys played like the Dragons. Yesterday. After that that challenge that we lost, I think we completed six out of eighteen sets. Ultimately, it was sixty five percent. But if you go from ninety percent. To right. 65%. Right. But that means you want to talk about You want to talk about Luke Q and you want to talk about Sam Walker. You're a different half and 5'8 when you got Angus Crichton on one end mm. and Tupanua on the other end. You're a different five and half back. Yeah, I know, but they, that's the difference. But, but Lodge is gone, so he got injured. But they're going to overcome that now because both of them might, might not be there for a while. Okay, but that, you, well, you but know I'm what, just Chris, saying. When you start a season, you're not thinking to yourself, what the fuck are we going to do if both our back rowers are gone for the year? What are we going to do? You can't, I mean, you, you don't yeah, account for I just, that. I, I just thought Trent Robinson would come up with a better game plan. Than yeah, that. I thought he would. You know, a like he's, a, he's a smarter bench. coach enough to come up with another game plan to protect the seven I and the six somehow, man. I you know what I mean? He went into that. You know how sometimes they talk about sides going. I know you. You know, it's very easy to get complacent because you're you're playing an inferior opposition. Mm. I think our coach believed he was playing an inferior opposition, and he fucking picked the side thinking, "How many can I rest and not fucking risk?" Already resting in round well, one, though, Bass? Yeah, because, for example, Joseph Manu, he's not right yet. Please, man. Like, fuck. You know, Hargreaves, he's not right. you got to fucking buy in round five, Roosters. There's your fucking rest. Round five, you've got to buy. Go all out for the first four rounds. Win your first four games. Buy, you have a rest. You got Sue Ali uh, wrapped up again for 2024. He activated his one-year option in his favour. That guy is a monster. 
is an absolute monster. You guys get it right this year, Bass. You're still going all the way. Oh, I know. Look, yeah, we know that. that, you that, know, that, that that's that, the problem. That, They've got to get it right. all your players okay. on the field. They've okay. got to get no, no, it right. No. Let me ask you a question. Last year, we lost round one to Newcastle. It's the difference between finishing sixth and fourth. It is a big one because you look at the whole season. How many rounds have we got this year? 25. Is it 25 or is it 26 now? No, 25 rounds because it's only one extra side yeah, you're So playing. it's 25 rounds, Plus right? buys, three buys. So out of that out of that, uh, that whole season, there have got to be games where you go, they're gimmies, and they go a long way for you to make the top eight, you to make the top four, and solidify your position running into the finals, you know, stretch. To lose a game like this is unexpected, and it's disappointing because of that reason. And injuries out of it yeah. on top. It's like when we lose to the West Tigers last year when they're having the worst season of their life. And then that, compound that with, with injuries out of that shit game that you should have won as well. That's they're right. the things that you just look at that. It's a coach kill and you go, fuck, we should have won that one. We but should have the, wrapped that up. Well, you got the and Warriors we should make sure that we've got the kettle on the field so that these ones just don't slip don't through slip our fingers. Don't slip away, And you've got, you got the Warriors this week. And let me tell you something. You know what? Credit to the Dolphins. They came out and did what they had to. And we did it. And you know what? Learning curve. Lesson learned. Should be from our coach. West I'll Tigers I'll went down to the Titans at home, 22 points to 10. I yeah. didn't watch this game. I we heard watched on the radio. They're, they're playing the it Raiders. Sounded we watched this game. They're playing the Raiders. Was it terrible? The Titans played well. Okay, so they played well. Was it a hard game to watch or was it actually a good game to watch? Mate, let me put it to you this way. I don't know. The Tigers kick a penalty goal early in the game and you could have thought they're going on to win the comp the way the fucking... Well, they started like a house on fire anyway. They came out, started like a house on fire... Uh, Tim Sheen's put his captain on the bench. Yeah, Api Coruscant, your latest purchase. You've given him the captaincy. He came on with 15 minutes to go in the first well, half. But why would that? By then they were down 12 too. Do you believe and in that? Do you believe broken. in that tactic of like changing your hooker because he might be defensive? And that? Do you believe in no, that? No, tactic? no, no, no. That's not what he said. He said that Api did not play in any of the trials and that he was a little bit underdone and they wanted to ease him in, right? If you chose not to play him in any of your trials, you've underdone him. Yeah, you that's your problem. You've underdone him. So you've given him the captaincy and you said, listen here, Cap, you started off the bench. And then not just that, they took him off in the second half as well. I oh, know, they did. They took him off for the last 15, uh, 10 minutes or something. That's fair enough, though, because I thought he didn't play in the trials because he was injured. So if he's not getting that game time... Let me take that back. I don't think the Titans played that well. Just the fucking calibre of opposition was rubbish. I Luke, heard Kieran Foran was having a good game, but then he's now gone for yeah, a couple of games yeah, at least. Yeah, he's done his groin. Mate, Luke Brooks. Oh, my How God. How was that? I mean, oh was it as bad as... Painful, it? painful, painful. You know what? I don't know. He must have dirt on everybody in that club. <laughs> he must know there's some... <laughs> going on the Tigers. He must know something. Because I don't know. He's not a first-grade footballer. How does he just run sideways? He runs sideways. With the size of him, I think he could play for the Dapto under nines. He's fucking useless. Useless. Adam Dewey had a decent game. He saved them again. The poor bloke just hasn't got a halfback. And I think they got rid of the wrong one, to be honest. But Tim Sheen's got a bit of an ego too. And I don't think he likes Jackson Hastings. So that's why he was the first bloke punted. And the way I saw it, sitting in the coach's box, it was Benji that was sitting at the front of the glass. And Tim Sheen's was sitting behind Benji. So it looked like, Benji, you look like you've got the reins and I'll whisper in your ear what you should do. And they had Roberto Ferrar in there as well. Oh, really? He was yeah. there too? I would like Roberto Ferrar if he has the ball to try and whisper something in Benji so Benji can turn and say, know your place, brick. Know your place. Bass, I've got to say, I know it's hard losing that game, but I thought it was such a great thing. 
It was a great thing. It was a great thing for the Dolphins to get and that I first And I know one. that Wayne Bennett used that old fucking phrase, but he was 100% right here. They said, they asked him something about the game. He goes, rugby league was the big winner today, and it was. Yeah, 100%. All right. Um, and having said that, they were playing for the Arthur Beetson Cup. Ah, uh, that's right. And many, many years ago. Well, Arthur Beetson is from Redfield. It was Kafusi that got the... Uh, yeah. Arthur Beetson is, they played a clip before the game. Arthur Beetson was interviewed when he was in a Roosters jersey playing for the Roosters. He goes, it's my dream that one day the Roosters will play the Redcliffe Dolphins. And it fucking happened. Is there a video clip of him saying Yes. That? I haven't seen that. That's God, that shivers down my spine. Mm. That's beautiful. Hello. Who doesn't love Arthur Beetson? Let's uh, quickly race through round two. The Panthers play host to the Rabbitohs on Thursday night. So no Jai Arrow, no Tavita Totola for sure. $1.65 for the Panthers, $2.24 for the Rabbitohs. How do you see this one going? Probably rapid the, fire, rapid fire, boys. Panthers, probably probably Panthers the bounce be, back. Panthers will be stinging. But we thought they would be after their loss of the World Cup challenge. Two in a row. The Panthers haven't lost a home. That was the third home game loss in three years. They're going to be stinging. So be interesting I reckon game this regardless. will be the game of the round. Hopefully it'll be a good game regardless of who wins and who loses. Um, I don't know. I hope there's injuries. Doesn't matter. We, we don't need to do our tips. We change our tips. Every time we say, yeah, we're going for the, the bunnies... Next thing you know, I'm picking the Panthers. Panthers. I'm going for the Bunnies, of course. Eels versus Sharks at uh, Bank West Stadium. $1.59 for the Eels. Two thirty-seven for the Sharks. I believe that Nico Hines still not playing. Para. If Nico Hines doesn't play and they've got three players facing Judiciary Parramatta, should win. Let's see. Let's see Mitchell Moses flex his muscle this week. Which would be a convincing win is what we're saying. Let's see how that one plays out. The Broncos v Cowboys at Suncorp. I reckon this will be a cracker. This is going to be a cracker. And, and before, as a Cowboys, uh, yeah. And before we make our tips on this game, round one of this year, all four Queensland sides won. And when Wayne Bennett coached his first game thirty years ago, the Broncos were expected to get done. They won. They, they won the first game too. They put forty-four points on. Manly, so, on Manly, on Manly. So, yeah, all four Queensland sides won. I reckon this will be an absolute belter as well. I'm going to go for Brisbane. I'm going to go for the Cowboys. I think the Cowboys are too strong. Yeah, I'm just thinking from what I saw from the, the Cowboys. I think they've got the cattle. Brisbane, I think, are looking really, really good. I, I'm going to love the game, but yeah, I'm but going to go the Cowboys. We know Reese Walsh was missing too still. When's Reese Walsh back? Do we know? Because no. I, I think the moment Cobbo moves from fullback... Did he go well? Did he go good at fullback? He, was, he, wasn't, he wasn't bad, but he's better on the edge. I think he put Reese Walsh in that position. Um, I've just come to side. expect Brisbane not to fucking turn up the, the second week after a big win. So <laughs> let's see how that goes. Yeah, let's see how that goes. That's heavy. All right, um, but can I just say, if Ezra Mam is doing what I saw from Ilias, and look, I know it's round one, and this is what I don't like when everyone goes, "Oh, Ilias is now," you know, he's arrived. I'm going. It's one game. We need to see consistency. We need to see a few games under his belt playing that way. I'm not saying he can't do it. I'm hopeful. But I'd like to see Ezra Mam doing. I thought he was outstanding on the weekend. If the halves combination really fire between Ezra Mam and Adam Reynolds, I think it's going to be Brisbane. I think that's enough to take him. But see, the thing is, you've got a guy like Adam Reynolds there just managing the game. Ezra Mam can just pick his moment. Which is what he seemed that's, to do. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, he just this takes is, the ball. He just takes the, 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 when the you, line. When you have your full complement of players on the field, you know what I'm saying? When your entire side is as it should be and everybody has their role and their position and you can go through the motions like you do at training, that's when an Ezra man has his player outside him. That's when a... Billy a Walters, Sam, I thought, was a really Sam solid. Sam Walker man. has his... That's what I'm talking about. Okay, the Roosters at home take on the Warriors. $1.35 to the Roosters. three twenty is to the Warriors. It's all down to cattle, isn't it, really, for the Roosters? Absolutely. But honestly, at home at SFS, 
um, you know what, with um, 12 people at the game, I think you should be fine. Chris, what do you think? I'm going Roosters, but... <sighs> really? Just just the cattle. It depends, depends what team they name, really. I, I, I think you, you, there's no way Hutchinson's going to be... Um, well, he's going to be there this week if they're missing what team. He's going to be there. He's definitely going to be but there somewhere. Gonna, he should play as a utility off the bench. Off the yeah, but I mean, I, I wouldn't see him in the centres. Where are we going? You got, what I do you have think? to stay with my side. Yeah, the, 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 the chalk. But surely you're confident Sh- in this well, one. No, yeah. I'm not. Really, Bass? Well, the cattle's down again. Fucking hell. I thought you were going to be four from four. I four, fucking four. told you at the beginning of the year, you go to be, oh, the Roosters. I go, yeah, we'll the easiest to run. You know what? This is this You've had the easiest run. you got the easiest month. How? What do you mean, how? So, South is easy, yeah? Next week, after. The Warriors. You got, you got, you, you got uh, Dolphins, Warriors, South, Boy. No, Boy's round five. Or oh, someone's in between that. Yeah, That's well, easy. Or <laughs> someone's in between that. Bass. Everybody's easy. The Dolphins play the Raiders at Redcliffe. Two fifty-one for the Dolphins and a dollar fifty-three for the Raiders. I've got to say, this is their first game at Redcliffe. Judging by how hard they went on the weekend, I'd like to think this is going to be a Dolphins. good game. I want to give it to Ricky. I would have thrown this one completely out the window last weekend, but uh, you know, I think at least it'll be a game they'll turn up. I reckon Canberra are going to do a number on the Dolphins. <laughs> I mean, they, there's every chance it's going to happen. It was game one. They every were going to turn up in front of 35,000 people and give it their all. I know, but I'm just saying, Bass, if they've got the ability to turn up in game one, why can't they turn up in game two? I'm hoping it's going to be a better game than what I would Maybe have old, assumed it would age, be. Old age. Old age. Start of the season. But I think we're all picking the Raiders on that one. The Storm play the Dogs in Melbourne. Look, the odds have me a bit flummoxed. Yeah, our new betting partner, Evil. I don't know where they're coming. A dollar fifty-one to the Storm, two fifty-six for the Dogs. No monster. No monster. It's true. Still, still going to go for Melbourne. Yeah, I'm, in Melbourne, I'm certainly going to go for Melbourne. Who, do, who goes in a five-eight? That's what I'm saying. It's not Melbourne are missing plenty, mate. Um, I think they got Nickarima. They can go there. Cody's brother, Jaden. Ma- wish out, maybe. I'm picking the Storm. The West Tigers play the Knights for the dog shit cup. Dollar seventy for you the Tigers. Talk, you want to talk about easy starts? Titans and Newcastle to- for the Tigers. Yeah, I know. Wow. Yeah, but they're both at home. At like, at like a. Uh, by the way, the Tigers. Oh my god! Tig- I saw something. Shut your mouth, bro! I beat you to it. Sorry. <laughs> we're, I be- no, no, we're in got, one now. We're in one now. I got in there first. We're yeah. in one now. The NRL is kidding itself. Oh, the NRL yeah. is kidding itself. Jesus. Okay? Because they cut to the, like I said to you, they cut to the box. And there's Benji and Robbie and Tim Sheens. And there's a plethora of people in there. And there's a fan going backwards and forwards <laughs> attached to the wall. Turning left and right. Are they fucking serious? They haven't even got an air conditioning unit. <laughs> I don't, a, I don't give a there's fuck. There's a wall listen, fan. Listen. There's a wall fan going I don't give them. a fuck if it's one of those old air conditioning units that attaches to the fucking window. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? They've got a fan sitting attached to the wall swinging Just left to right. Oscillating yeah, left to right. There's six, is, six blokes in the box. I understand you want to upgrade your fucking park. But if the Tigers, if somebody at the Tigers can't afford to put air conditioning in the coach's box, they should be kicked out of the comp. Well, on that, Bass, I did hear Buzz talking about how the fans turn up to these local games en masse. I mean, look at Brookvale Oval. It's got the name The Fortress. Belmore Oval, The Kennel. I mean, love to see what Redcliffe is going to look like this weekend. The fans turn up. I mean, we need an SFS. Please don't get me wrong, but the government does need to invest more in these local grounds. Johnny, I don't want to go to Leichhardt Oval and piss in the hole in the ground. They haven't even got a toilet. 
Like seriously, with trough ball. I understand. I understand. Yes, I understand the ground and all this. But if you can't, if you can't update your toilets, you can't put an air conditioning in the coach's box. This is a hundred million dollar This isn't a hundred million dollar upgrade. A couple of fucking brand new toilets and an air conditioning yeah. unit is not millions of dollars. No, it wouldn't even be ten thousand dollars. The line for the outhouse. Come on, man. It won't even cost you ten thousand dollars. Just a quick trip to Bunnings, really. Tigers versus Knights. I don't want to give my prediction on this game. I don't even want to watch this game. I don't okay. want to watch this game either. Isn't that Newcastle. terrible? Newcastle. We do not want to watch this game. You're See, going you're not, Newcastle. You're not saying that because you think Newcastle could win. <laughs> no, because because you're a cunt of a Tigers. Uh, no, 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 because I just think I just think the Tigers they oh, you, always you just they just go the in with hope and then, okay, can I ask and then just turn no, no, listen. Turn it do you actually think really in your heart of hearts that Newcastle can win this game? No, but I think they can jag it. <laughs> ah, yeah, right. So I think they can jag it. You're hating on it. No, no, I think they can jag it. Can I just say, isn't it just terrible? You, you've got a full park and they just disappoint their fans. I just think they... Like, over and over and over again. Remember that thing that they did on Netflix? What it was it? Um, Tiger Town. Tiger Town. Yeah. Like, that what massive game. Tommy Radonikas. Tommy Radonikas. And they just got oh, smashed. Well, one of those two teams has to rock up How this often week. are they going to do Sheens, that to their fans? Tim Sheens has resurrected the ghosts of 2005 past. We're talking the whole lot of them. Heinington. We're talking fucking Farrah and Benji and and Bryce Gibbs and I don't know who the fuck was yeah, there. The they're not playing. It's Scandalous. Scandalous. <laughs> I'm tipping the Knights, and I think that's terrible for these poor <laughs> buggers. The Dragons play their first game against the Titans uh, in 2023. Chris, the Dragons are a dollar eighty-two. And the Titans are $1.99. is a very, very close one. Uh, the new, the news is that Jaden Sullivan will be partnering Ben Hunt. Number six. Where do you see you going? Who knows? Really? <laughs> are the Gold Coast going to the Gold Coast gonna turn up again? We don't know. Are the Dragons going to turn up first game? Who knows? Who knows? Is it the, the Dragons and Gold Coast... Clash is exactly like the Tigers. This could be a really shit game. That's that's exactly the same game as the Tigers in Newcastle. I think, um, look, I'm going to put down that the the forward packs cancel each other out. Really? Why, you think they don't have a better forward pack than us? I do. But, you know what, I reckon you you guys can match them in the forwards if you had to. Yeah, and I think the back line's probably, I think we're probably just a bit better. Hearing forwards out. Um, yeah, but they get your halves, they get Jaden. Your halves are better than theirs, but I reckon the rest of their back line's better than yours. So, Bass, you're going to pick one? Yeah, I'm going to pick the. Um... <laughs> <laughs> you know, you can't even pick a team. <laughs> it's a, it's a flip of a coin. Honestly, it's games, like I can't. Honestly, these it's games like I can't. Are, these games are like you look at the top games that you pick. South of these, we think, yes, you know what, South should get up and. It, you come to these games, you think, you know, I'm scratching it's like my like head. Where know. do they win it? Where do they where lose it? Where do they win it? Where do they lose it? <laughs> and, and you know what? And you think to yourself, anybody can win this game and anybody can lose this Who game. Knows? You want to know where I'm going with this one, Chris? I'm going to pick the, the, the Dragons only because... Of you, Chris. Only because of you. No, <laughs> I just think that the Dragons are going to be one of those weird anomalies where somehow... They're on like eight points after four rounds, and oh nobody knows how God. they got there. Jeez. That's that's the way I see it. It's don't, gonna no, be, no, no, don't, say, don't that. say that because the coach gets another year. If that happens, he gets another ten-year contract. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a la a la Mary McGregor. Oh wow! Isn't that funny? Where you've actually got the Dragons hoping for a loss just to boot Hook. All right, that's it, um, Chris. You are obviously going for the Dragons, right? Definitely. Anything else from you boys before we go? 
I look, I just hope, I really, really hope amongst, above all hope, that the NRL sits the referees on the bunker down and says, you've got to get some consistency. Like you can't You've been put crying a, for that for five we, years. You, you can't put a guy in the sim bin for touching a, a guy running for a try and then a guy knocks then, somebody out with a shoulder charge. Yeah, then leave the partner on the and field. And he stays on the field like, yeah. come on. It, we're, the, we're a laughing stock. Anyway, that's my beef. Chris, anything from you? I'm just excited. I like to watch my team this week. I know. You get a game this um, weekend. You don't get to sit by. You know what, Chris? But your, your team has done this to you in the past where excitement can turn into abject uh, <laughs> uh, disappointment. grief and disappointment. Anyway, that's us. Okay, I'm Johnny Carews. Thanks for listening. Don't forget to subscribe and like this podcast. Good luck to your teams this weekend, unless, of course, you're playing the Rabbitohs, and that means the Panthers. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back.